Hello everyone and welcome back to Cup of Three. My name is Ashley. I am joined as always by my fiance and co-host Agu and friend and co-host Mabel. Hello everyone. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> I Hello. Said something. <laughs> I know. That's perfect. So if this is your first time joining us, we are a podcast covering reality shows on love and relationships. We are currently covering Married at First Sight season 12 and we have watched episode 12, Must Love Dogs and have had a very interesting unfolding of events with these five couples that we're going to go over. So uh, before we get into it, if you want to support the show, if you can like and subscribe and leave a review for us, that would do us a solid. We'd really appreciate it. Um, And also, we love hearing from you guys and knowing um, what you're thinking about the season, if you agree with some of our thoughts on the couples, things like that. So please reach out. We're on Instagram at Cup of Three Podcast. And that's probably the best way to get a hold of us. So, 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 so. We should start with Claire and Ryan. They have had a kind of a continuation of, I think, their problems that they've encountered over and over again, mostly being around intimacy. Um, And so, so Clara opens this up with, we're going to do some tantric yoga to get us reconnected or connected for the first time in this special way. And that's going to help. So... First of all, what do you guys think about this idea of hers of like, we're going to try tantric yoga as a way to help maybe get her to uh, the type of sex she's looking for, just to be blunt? Didn't they do something similar already where it's like, let's try to bring this physical connection to the relationship. And now it just feels like a little bit of a little force to be like, let's try it again. Let's keep going and see if we can get Ryan ready. Let's try to bring Ryan onto this onto this path and it's just I don't know it's like it seems a little weird (laughs) I think I mean it it's funny when they mention this I was like oh this is the go-to they do when a couple isn't working because they did this with Zach and Mindy Mm -hmm. right they did tantric yoga so that's like their last nothing is working throw the yoga at them (laughs) hopefully that will do the trick Um, it did not (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah i i think her instinct to try new things around this is totally fair but when they had the camera the one-on-one thing with ryan kind of how he felt about tantric yoga as just an idea he just couldn't stop giggling like he clearly thought it was ridiculous and you know he gets mm-hmm. to lay on the floor while his lady does the splits on him like I guess that's great but I feel like in the context of having a camera crew there and this yoga teacher like telling you to do these like really intimate poses with each other I don't know if that's necessarily the environment that really is going to produce the type of energy she's looking for um so I it was just kind of it seemed like she had these really higher expectations of of that would kind of help them connect a little bit more energetically, maybe in a different way. And I think he saw it as a little bit ridiculous and was never going to get into that headspace. So they were like, to me, on very different planes of existence during that exercise, where he was just like trying not to laugh and like hurt her feelings. (laughs) I don't know if that's going to lead to sex. I'm sorry, Clara. Her level of like taking this super seriously and hey, this is something that's really going to move mountains for us. And he's just like, no, not not for me. <laughs> yeah. 
it's not looking good for tantric yoga on this show i'm just saying <laughs> they're like oh for two it's not i know it's not the best they have done, done that a lot before mm-hmm. um i mean other things that are going on so this is like the dog themed episode apparently which i don't think they've ever done but was kind of an interesting take on these because all of all of the husbands have now adopted these new dogs from their wives into their lives whatever so um one of the things that ryan's doing is taking miska to a trainer to learn how to communicate better with her and all these things and i think i'll just start real quick that i think a lot of the dog talk for most of the couples is really just a proxy for conversations about how they're dealing with each other and so they always draw these parallels between you know the owner being very similar to the dog in personality and they're talked about that way and some people make that connection and others don't i mean so, it was so obvious right like eric is like you know your dog is just out here in these streets being a skank and you know okay that's what? maybe me but like he was so clearly like targeting her and it's like you know he's just not your dog is just not trained and uh it, yeah so yeah you're definitely right it's i think the only person who wasn't doing that was maybe vincent and i think that was a good thing like he was it seemed like he was coming at this from a like he views cookie as his as part of the family now as opposed to some of the other people it felt like this is your dog your dog has an issue and vincent was a lot more of like this is our dog and Mm -hmm. yeah so sweet and him talking about the dog trying to jump and have hops like that little dog doesn't have any like look at him he can't jump on that bed and it was just that's so. such a tall bed for the dog <laughs> i know <laughs> he needs a little ramp or something i know something like, can you please get the dog some stairs uh, no like even <laughs> ryan so we haven't heard him be super blunt with a whole lot of things he's just kind of mm-hmm. one who doesn't really want to talk on camera he doesn't want anyone in his business he would rather just keep to himself and everything private but like when he's talking about miska He's like, yeah, they're they're the same. Um, super energetic and warm. Oh, and, and also wants a lot of attention. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. And even Clara was like, yeah, when Miska needs something, like she'll tell you. Yeah. She'll get right up in your face and she'll tell you that she needs something. And she's just kind of staring him down, like <laughs> trying to get him to understand. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was it was rough, but I do like that. Um, just from a dog training perspective, the way that Ryan said that he wanted to go to the trainer so that he could learn how to communicate with Miska. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's actually the, I think the right way to approach it because we tend to kind of project human things onto animals and expect them to behave how a human would. And that's mm-hmm. just not how it works. And so you have to learn how to connect with them and have them understand what you want from them and all that kind of a thing. So that the fact that he acknowledges that, and that a lot of the work is on him to actually know how to do that. I was like, okay, that's a good thing. Like this also kind of branches out into other areas that like maybe you're willing to accept that there's areas you could learn about that could benefit others. Maybe you're not picking up on some things that you could be. And (laughs) maybe some of those things are bigger deals than you think they are. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. But granted, Um, they are better than 99% of the couples in the show. Oh my! Speaking okay, that reminds me. The scene I I, the scene where he's like, you know, I think I was one of the best husbands on this show, and you know, I think that 
I'm hoping that was a joke. I'm hoping that was a joke that, like, they cut out the beginning part. Because the level of confidence this man had in his husband skills is a bit scary. Like, that's... Like, even The Rock, who was probably a great husband, doesn't talk with that level of confidence, you know? Like, you just... You gotta be... Gotta be humble with that. Um, (laughs) But I... I could feel the eye rolls happening when I said (laughs) The Rock, okay? Mm -hmm. And... Don't appreciate mm-hmm. it. <laughs> um, but I, so speaking of them, um, A, I brought notes. I'm trying to be a little bit more official, okay, with my note-taking audience, okay? I'm ready. I'm here for you guys. Um, it won't happen again, probably. But one of my notes <laughs> is, I wonder if um, Clara is making it as clear to Ryan as she is to the other people, other contestants on the show, uh, the camera crew, I mean, on her one-on-ones, like she is making it very clear that the, them doing some type of sex and not others is really bothering her. And, um, I mean, the, the, the preview scene that they had was like, this is a, a, a woman who is, mad you know like she is Mm -hmm. she just does not understand this and every time they cut to ryan it's just he's not like i think overall they're doing well i think this is but this is a big issue a issue that will that could potentially be the end of them and it's it seems like it's not hitting him he's not understanding that and she has hinted she she mentioned this when they were talking to dr viviana which I mean, if you're going to do this, talking to a sex expert, that's probably the best time to address something like this. But I'm concerned that he doesn't understand how big of an issue it is. And yeah, my question is, do you guys think that's more on her for not expressing that to him? Or is this more of just he's having a hard time understanding this or he does understand and just doesn't want to address it? I was going to say, I think that's a hard one because like, you don't want to beat a dead horse, right? Like, if she brings it up again and again, that's really not going to help the situation because he's going to now be annoyed. She has expressed it, but I think that it wouldn't hurt to maybe bring it up again. And maybe they, they do talk about how they talk off camera and they have more conversations off camera. And he even brings up, oh, yeah, we've talked about it and we are at a good point working at the emotional connection first, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe it's on both of them because if he is so clearly thinking that they are of the best couple married at first sight history, he's missing the ball. It wouldn't hurt to say something. Like I don't, one thing I'm waiting for, I guess is what I should say is that We've heard her bringing up in front of friends. We've heard about them talk o- about it off camera, but I would like to have like more of that that camera time when they're in the bed or just one-on-one with each other where it's brought up intentionally. Be like, hey, I realized today, or hey, I just wanted to remind you, or hey, this has been on my mind lately, and have that like intentional conversation just one-on-one in front of the camera with them versus like a little jab in public or something like that. And I guess I'd like to see more of that. And I do think, though, he's just 
in his own head, like, this is what I think the relationship should be, and this is the pace I want it, so we're cool. Yeah, yeah. What I'm very curious about is we got that security cam footage of Clara talking to the other girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's clear that they kind of forgot that they're being recorded in that setting because she was speaking her mind. Like she was no holds barred. Like, this is how I feel about it. I'm mad. And we only hear that basically she's getting him off every night and it kind of cuts out. And so I... I guarantee that one of those other women asked her, like, well, is he doing the same for you? And we don't know the answer to that question. So I think it's a very different situation if she is meeting his needs in that way and he is not meeting her needs or if both of their needs are being met in in that kind of way. So if if it's that she's meeting his needs and he's not meeting hers, then I, my question to her would be like, why are you continuing to meet his needs? (laughs) Maybe that's something that can be paused or renegotiated, but it also does seem like she's not like you guys are saying, it doesn't seem like she's being very clear with him that, Hey, when it's like the classic therapist thing of when you're with a, like a couple situation, it's like, when you do this, it makes me feel this way (laughs) and having it more be about like how the emotional feeling is for you rather than like you did this and you're a jerk because of it, blah, blah, blah. Cause that's not helpful. So I think if she were pretty blunt with him and saying like, Hey, when we don't have this particular type of sex, it makes me feel like you don't want me. It makes me feel like maybe you're not serious. It makes me feel like, I don't know if you, um, can envision your future with me. It makes me think you're not attracted to me. It makes me feel confused. Like all of these are, I'm I'm sure are emotions that maybe have uh, she's experienced in, in this conflict. And I don't know if he's thinking of it in that context. He might be thinking of it as this is just kind of one small component of our intimate life together. And I'm doing 99% of all the things correctly, apparently. So that's kind of like a, item that we'll get to later but isn't that important now because he doesn't realize the emotional toll it's taking on her and he doesn't seem to be picking up on like any of her behavioral cues about being frustrated and kind of like just staring at him yeah. when he's talking like she does a lot of that and, and i don't know if he really gets it she's not subtle you know like she's no. not being <laughs> mean but you can tell that she's very upset about the issue and i i think part of me I I think I empathize a little bit more with her in this situation, honestly, just because she kind of meant she said this in that grainy footage of them and the uh, all the contestants together. Um, But like, if you're doing everything else, but like, I would probably respect it more. Like, like, I get it. It's, you know, it's funny. We've watched this show week in week out. It's been a month for them. So I get the idea of, hey, um, taking sex off the table for a month or two months. That's plenty of couples do that. Plenty of relationships do that, and that's fine. But the idea of you're going to do all these other types of sex, but not this type, like she said, they're married. Like these, like, I don't understand it. And, And every time she, it's brought up and she asks or the experts ask, he gives like let's be honest it's a nothing answer it's like when i feel the moment and when the moon hits the solar eclipse and the the stars align like it's not an answer like 
like we're giving him more credit than he's I than I think he even deserves at this point. It's mm-hmm. so I I could see I mean heck, I'm even frustrated describing this situation. So like I get <laughs> why it's frustrating for her. Um so that's where I'm just I'm so confused on like you said, the what what that yeah hold it just feels is. like we don't have all the information right <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit where either he doesn't fully know why can't articulate why he's not ready for that or isn't comfortable sharing it on camera yeah or yeah. I don't know and I kind of also have this mini theory that maybe that particular kind of sex is significant if um like he's talking about trust being built and everything like that and like it could be that he's worried like if they don't want to use certain types of contraception and like clara has her own type of contraception that contraception that she's using that isn't obvious to the other person that he might fear just like that might be spooky to him that Mm. like i want to be sure that like we're on the same page with this and I'm not saying that he necessarily thinks that about her, that she would like try to be duplicitous or anything. Oh, I'm using Paige's word, duplicitous. <laughs> or or that I think that Clara is doing that, but like maybe that's like a fear in the back of your mind that like I don't know this person very well. Like it maybe it's kind of in that realm. But at the same time, it's like that's a conversation and that's something yeah. that could talk about and kind of work through and figure out what works for both people. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I get the impression that he's not fully in this right now. He, we've already seen, like, their connection is kind of off a little bit. Um, But it gives me the impression that he doesn't see that post-Decision Day future with her yet. And until she, I don't know, it could be trust. Until she, like, get earns his trust or until they kind of get that, bond and connection together then he would be okay having sex but it just doesn't really feel like he maybe has that full level of like even like commitment or or love or you know what I mean like it just doesn't I don't know part of me thinks that he might not be fully in this and there's something he's not telling us about how he feels about the relationship you guys both have really good theories because, like, to Mabel's point, I think this was a long time ago now. Wow, 2021. 20, time is moving. But when we were talking about Iris and Keith, like, I think, um, I th- I'm pretty sure I mentioned, like, that was my theory. It was, like, he kind of knew that he wasn't going to stay with her post decision day. And that's why he was pushing back so hard on taking her virginity. You know, like he's, that was the feeling I was getting. He's like, okay, this, this isn't going to happen. So I I don't want to be the one you find this very important. And clearly, you know, you've, you've waited this long. Like this is something that you find very important. I don't want to be the person to affect that when I know that we're not going to stay together. And I could see that with, uh, you're right. Like I could see that with Chris and, uh, sorry, with Clara and Ryan, um, of him like, okay, this necessarily isn't my type of 
this isn't going to work, but I think you're a good person. Let's be cordial, blah, blah, blah. And then on Ashley's point, I could also see it from that perspective of, like I said, if certain types of protection, because some people are allergic and stuff like that. I like how we're dancing around this, but um, I, I could see that being... I mean, personally, if I was in that situation, I would feel the same way. I'd be like, I don't know you like that. <laughs> like, we met on a reality TV show. I would want to be protected. Um, so I, heck, we've got people who, like, discovered that they had crime, you know. Like, we found all types of weird stuff on this show. So I, I get the idea of if that was the theory of him trying to be safe. Um I just wish that he would communicate that in a way and to her too, because I don't know if she knows that. Like, it seems like if she knew that, would she be this frustrated? <laughs> you know? Right. Exactly. Which makes it seem pretty obvious that they're not really talking about this. And I think it also is one of those things where like Clara is very clear about what she wants with kind of everyone but him. But I think I think there's some fear there and if she approaches him and says, hey, this is a really big problem for me. It's a huge frustration. Like, I, I don't want to, like, attack you or anything, but I, I feel like this is something that I really need and I I want to understand where you're coming from and kind of start to articulate that more clearly. That then puts it on the table for him to, like, completely shut it down and say no, that I don't. I'm not going to do that thing and it's completely in my control when that happens and all that kind of a thing. And then she has to figure out what to do from there. Mm -hmm. Like right now it's this kind of big ambiguous thing where it's like, maybe now, maybe tonight it'll happen. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe something changed magically and like this tonight's the night, you know, <laughs> but it, it's probably not girl. Like you're going to have to it's have that conversation. Night. It's not tonight. <laughs> and I also think like, honestly, if you can't talk about sex with your partner, yeah. you probably shouldn't be having sex. So yeah. that's a conversation first. Like you don't, that's not like this, this whole approach of dancing all around it and all this stuff. It's like, that's, we need to talk openly about it. Like, what is the issue? Let's put it all out there. Let's try to like kind of separate it from our feelings and not have it be like a personal attack or anything, but just yeah. like, what's the situation? Why isn't this happening? Why isn't it working? Um, and kind of go from there. But she, she just seems so mad about it. And the longer this goes on, it just seems to be building and building and getting worse and worse. And I'm worried about how that's going to play out longer term because it's a big deal and they're not talking about it. Yeah, no, totally. I wonder how their relationship would have proceeded if they met each other outside of the show. Um, because like I could see, you know, so they're dating and they're not exclusive. Like I could see her having other people that she's talking to and she gets that aspect from them and then is still talking to uh, Ryan and maybe this would be this wouldn't even be an issue if that was the case um, but the fact that they are in a marriage together that they're committed like I part of me wants to go to Ryan and say like I get it I get why you feel this way but if you're going to go into an experiment like this, 
like that's not you're 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 not being fair to the other person because now they're committed to you and you're committed to them and like that's it like if if you were like having that traditional viewpoint i think it's admirable and it's great then go the traditional route of trying to find a partner <laughs> like if you know if you're dating a person the normal way a month two months and without having certain types of sex you're probably it's probably a lot easier and it's not that big of a deal but like this is this is it's a bit odd at this point you know what you made me think of hmm. like there's like the rule of like no sex before 90 days like <laughs> dating <laughs> yeah. okay. oh my god married at first sight <laughs> like yeah, it's like he took that rule, but then added yeah. to like being ma- no sex in first ninety days of marriage. That's the new rule. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, what's your both of your predictions right now? Where do they stand at decision day? Honestly, I w- I was leaning towards yes for them, but what you just said, your theory now makes your theory is about him not feeling that level of connection to her but he's basically like he's being nice and doesn't want to say that i could i could really see that i could really really see that just based off of what we've seen from him so far like he is very measured and all that stuff so yeah so before we recorded this i was probably thinking like 90 percent chance that they end up together now I will pull that down to like a 60% chance. So I still think, I st- I'm still leaning yes, but like one more bad episode with them. I'm, I'm pulling you guys from the 60 <laughs> to like failing. So, well, 60 is still failing, but even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might be a couple that says yes on decision day, but longer term they have issues because I, I still think the whole decision day format encourages people to make this decision like sometimes too quickly and sometimes much too slowly mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's hard to put like a, a set amount of time on a decision like this <laughs> i understand that's how this works on the show but i think that just that really messes with how people think about this so with ryan and clara i think they need a much longer runway to figure some of these things out yeah. um in order to build a solid connection that would last a long time. So I could see them being at a point on decision day where they're like, okay, there are these problems that we have that we have kind of talked about, kind of not, not completely resolved or addressed, but we want to still give it a shot. There's enough good here that we want to keep fighting for it. Mm -hmm. And then between then and the reunion, it, it could go either way, but if those things aren't resolved by then and without the structure of the show anymore around them and they're completely on their own they're moving on and actually living together in one of their places or getting a new one like that's when the big life stuff yep. hits where it's like this is for real this is your partner like you got to figure it out yeah that if some of those big things aren't resolved by then then they could break up and i think it would really be clara who would walk away because i i'm seeing the most frustration from her that it's 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 kind of becoming more clear that she's uh, really looking at the whole situation for what it is and is kind of trying to evaluate is this going to work or not a little bit yep so that's my very complicated and very too long <laughs> answer what do you think about yeah. do you think they're going to say yes i think they're going to say yes on decision day 
because I get the impression for their own reasons they're going to say yes. Him, because he doesn't have any, like, solid, hey, she did something wrong or I did something wrong kind of, like, big reason, you know what I mean, to be like, no, because he gives me the impression that he just wants to, like, have the best viewpoint of himself and saying no on decision day is not a great viewpoint. And then from her, she gives me the impression that she's very hopeful. She talks about six months. She's probably going to be like, oh, well, it's only two months. Maybe it'll happen when we get off camera. Maybe things will get better. And I still have four more out of these six months that I said. And who knows? She gives me that impression of hoping. So I think they're going to say yes for their own reasons on decision day. Do I think they should say yes? I mean, I mean, who knows? (laughs) All right. Well, let's move over to Eric and Virginia because they had a lot of big fights that we start seeing. Do you guys get the feeling that they haven't been showing as much of the like fighting between them, that it's kind of always been happening, but they're only starting to show it now? Maybe. I mean, that's the feeling I get. I don't know though. They just kind of came to like, seem to be like that hot and cold couple. That's just like, almost like they like to fight. It's like, <laughs> and they can make mm. it back up and then they fight and then they make back up. And it's like, okay, I don't know what to think of you two anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Jamie and Beth couple of this season. <laughs> Oh, Ooh. problem Ooh. is like they if out of all the couples that might actually see this i feel like they're the highest chance so i should probably not <laughs> say that because i like them like i've seen their youtube channel they're great but to answer your question i actually don't i think they were they were heavy in the honeymoon phase like very much so so I, I I think we're their fights are now coming in more regularly, and uh, so, so I think this isn't editing. In my opinion, I think this is pretty okay. A month in, like that's typically when the honeymoon phase. You're like, wait a second, <laughs> I don't like <laughs> Who this are person. You? <laughs> <laughs> you have error. You have mistakes. I'm confused. <laughs> you're not perfect. You snore. I'm done. <laughs> over this. Oh my gosh. And if he keeps saying I'm done, I'm gonna be done. <laughs> I I'm so happy she threatened to slap him. I was like, somebody needs to do this. I don't condone violence, but slap this man. Slap him. <laughs> this man and his ultimatums <laughs> is a lot. Yeah. yeah. So let's maybe we can start with they they have the security cam footage of them getting back late at night from a bar. They went out with her friends and just a, a, a lot of miscellaneous information I don't know how to piece together. So we know, uh, this is the facts that I remember, that he she accused him of being so drunk he forgot his phone in the Uber. And he accuses her of wandering off and completely disappearing on him for like 40 minutes. 30. She says he never tried... Okay, 30 minutes. That she, she says he never tried to contact her in that time if he was so worried about her. He's upset with her because she's married now, and that's not how he thinks that she should behave. Am I missing anything from... I think you summed it up pretty well. This hot mess of an evening (laughs) that they had. And then their drunken fight in the kitchen, which is like, (laughs) just just classic. It's just a a classic adult move. (laughs) I swear, they feel like the most college couple. I'm like, I've had roommates where I'm trying to, like, go to sleep, and they're out here fighting because they came back from the bar drunk and... Yep. And so and so was looking at the bartender a little too aggressively for his liking and it's just like you just let me go to sleep. I don't care. Gosh. Uh, yeah. So 
I don't even know where to start with that. Like it, it sounds like they kind of had a hot mess night where they were both making probably some mistakes, probably saying some things right. that didn't really mean. Um, I think it's interesting that he's kind of tapping into her lifestyle more now because it doesn't seem like this is something he would have done on his own to go out sure. and, you know, just get drunk and, and have a night out. Um, and so their dynamic certainly sours quite a bit, I think, when they're like this because they're all of the little fights, all the little triggers that they've kind of set now <laughs> because of things that they haven't resolved are just completely bare and they can hit on those accidentally or on purpose and it creates all this new conflict. This was a rough episode to watch, I think. Like, their fight, it just, it felt too long. If Like, you could see the gaslighting that he was doing. Then she... Then, like, it, the fight got so bad that you, it looked like she was about to have a panic attack, and then he, like, starts okay. trying to touch her and pretends like he doesn't understand what's happening. It's just, it was so, it was a lot yeah. and and difficult to watch at times, most of the time. Um, it's, so you mentioned, like, she's tapping into her lifestyle a little bit more. I, I'm noticing that, too, and I think... I think he's like a mean, mean, kind of insecure drunk at times, which is kind of unfortunate, you know, like, I don't know, like, I'm, I guess to give him the benefit of the doubt, if, if we went to a club together or something and I didn't, I couldn't find you for 30 minutes, um, like, I, I, I could see being very concerned, so mm -hmm. that is... Um, I get that. I, I get that perspective. I don't... I think the the problem is it feels like he keeps on saying that he's, he wants to protect her. But if she's right, it does feel controlling. It feels controlling. It feels like he's really insecure. And, you know, maybe this is a perception thing. And, you know, in his head, he really does think that he's trying to He's mentioned this a few different times. Like it, he has this weird thing where it's like, I need to protect you from the world or something, and that's like that's, a parent almost. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. mm -hmm. so he gives me the impression that it's all on him to make sure the marriage works, and he's the only one with all the answers, and therefore he's the only one with all the ways to um, make sure it goes well and that's by telling her how to be everything from make sure i know where you are all times to you know text message updates etc etc and it's like this is a two-person relationship right now that means that two minds two lifestyles are coming into this two bodies are coming into this and it's just, he just gives me a lot of uh, i don't know i'm just a lot of times he kind of argues his points i don't like his arguments because he talks about well you're married now so that's how it's supposed to be well you don't understand that you've never been you know in this situation before you you can't just do this when you're when you're married now and it's just his reasons that he supports his own arguments are very frustrating because they're to me like baseless exactly and he acts like he's some expert on relationships and i'm like honey, you showed up for this experiment single. So if you were so good at relationships, 
You would have found yourself a partner by now. You'd be happily married. (laughs) So, like, the... His inability to acknowledge that I might not know everything. And maybe there's some things that I could learn, some things that I could grow in, so I could be a better partner for my spouse. That's, like, not even crossing his mind, it seems. It's, It's just about, well, I have done this before. It's like saying... You know, I, yeah, I tried to plant a garden before. I had it for about six months and all the plants are dead now. I don't see it. It doesn't, it's, it's gone. The tomatoes are gone. Like all the rabbits ate it. Like it does not exist anymore. But then you're going to plant a garden with like your friend and you're like, I got this. Like, please just listen to me and my advice. Like I can tell you, it's like, I'm not trying to get advice from you. You killed all your tomatoes. Like... (laughs) Maybe you could learn some things because it seems like you're just going to make another bad garden again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking about gardening a lot. No, we have. Yeah. <laughs> just in general. Um, I think a, a thing, a, something else I'm noticing is like some of the smartest people I've dealt with and that I know, every time you talk to them, they're always like the most curious people. Like they are always mm-hmm. trying to like, ask questions and and learn situations and like i i'm like it's it's interesting you're asking me this and i know you're a really smart person meanwhile some of the people this is going to be mean but some of the people i've dealt with in my life who don't come off the brightest sometimes have the most confidence and they know everything meanwhile i'm like no, I've actually done that before, and you're completely wrong. Like, you're telling me how to do this. You have no idea what you're talking about. But they, they're they so confident and so boisterous. And, like, and I get that with him a lot. And and I'm not saying that he's dumb. I, I, I'm definitely not saying that. But I think it's the, the viewpoint of being curious and, and coming at things from a inquisitive point of view as opposed to you already have your decision and you're he's basically trying to force that on her and in general like she mentioned this in her argument and i think it's true she has she has done far more of the compromising in their relationship than he has i mean Mm -hmm. she has two cats like i didn't i forgot about that until she mentioned it Mm because we don't even see the cats like the cats aren't in their new house like where are the cats, damn it? You know, like, gone. Uh, you, she's compromised in terms of probably going to have to live with him. Compromised. There's so many things that she has to constantly compromise on. And he doesn't at all. Because, and I, And I think part of it is he thinks that he's right, so why do I need to do that? But just because you're right doesn't mean that it's the right... Like... There's no right or wrong for any of these situations. There's no textbooks for this. Like, give her, let her win some, for goodness sake, man. Like, it's so much. (laughs) He also is like the kind of person who constantly tries to tell you the type of person he is. He will describe himself quite a bit to her. He'll be, he'll say things like, you know, you know me, I'm not trying to, you know, be overbearing or anything. I just want to make sure that you're safe. And I don't want to, um, 
you know, saying, I don't want to like control your life or anything. Like I'm here to support you and everything that you're doing. And I'm always going to be there for you. And like, I totally respect you. And I'm the kind of guy that's not really going to get ruffled by all these different things. And in my experience, anyone who is constantly telling you the type of person they are is telling you the type of person that they are not. That they want to be. <laughs> that, that they want exactly. to be or think that they are, but their behavior does not line up yeah. with this. I feel like we see this with Chris and even his dad way earlier in the season where they both did this quite a bit, describing themselves and their behavior didn't align with that at all from what we saw. Yep. And I think Virginia is a little bit susceptible to that narrative that he's kind of spewing at her all the time mm -hmm. and is and part of the conflict is coming out as she's kind of like wait this thing that you keep saying isn't matching up with what you're doing and i don't know these don't fit together like this does not match and that's a problem and it it seems to always kind of end up as the issue is that she's like being too emotional about mm -hmm. things and i don't like how it's ending up there right right because she'll do something and then she'll call out or respond to it and be like that's not okay and then he'll find words to justify what he just did to then make her feel bad to be like oh yeah you're right i was the emotional one it's my fault da, 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 i'm sorry and it's like whoa 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 no no don't don't buy the narrative the narrative is not true you saw the actions you were right the first time in your response you knew but like through your gut response what was actually going on don't be fooled by the words later yeah and i think like you, that's a great point because i think she is self like she's very self-aware and she analyzes herself often right so in every situation you you could handle it better right so i think because of that she's always analyzing her part of the interaction and kind of focuses on that meanwhile he doesn't do that at all with himself so it, it just basically turns into her saying well i can do this and this better and then him going yeah yep it's like no 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 you could have done a lot better too you know <laughs> and like right. and i and i get that like i i feel like i do that myself too where i'm constantly analyzing myself i'm constantly thinking how i could have done something and i'm lucky to be with a person a partner where she's also that way and we we're kind of keeping ourselves in check if if ashley was very um was like eric and like could not see any wrongs in anything that she did it, it would be totally unequal um because i would constantly be like well maybe i oh maybe i was wrong maybe i was wrong and she'd be like yeah no yeah you messed up you and that's <laughs> not you that's a bad dynamic to have and it's so i think that sums up their relationship for me now it's just unequal like it just is not equal at all <laughs> just in almost yeah. every aspect <laughs> but the thing that gets me with that is from the very beginning she's talked about her issues with relationships in her personal family and also bleeds into her um intimate relationships with partners she gives the impression that she is okay with the words that he is saying to the point of like every single time yep that's it, it's good now we're we're back to you know a good fresh start um yeah it's totally cool and it's like no 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 like please don't let this be justified you know you and i don't know i think this is just my perception that it stems from her from her own 
insecurities of what could go wrong and to, you know, her past experience of what has gone wrong to then be, you know, brought back into the relationship after he said some words to justify himself. And it's like, I, I mm-hmm. wish she would stand up for herself a little more. Yeah. And I think a big part of this is she, I mean, she talks openly about how she has anxiety mm-hmm. and how, like, you know, she struggled with mental health at different times in her life. That's even when she adopted her dog, Rocky, that he kind of was a good little support puppy for her going through a hard time. Um, and she also, when she was talking to some of the other wives, she she brought this up and said that she's considering going into therapy to kind of get some help with this. And I was really excited to hear her say that because I I see a lot of my anxiety in the way that Virginia is and the way she's kind of processing things. I think I was very similar to her in a lot of ways, uh, you know, further back in my sort of mental health journey, but it can, I think it's a thing. She talked about how her anxiety is at all time high with this process, completely understandable. Like her whole entire life is changing Mm -hmm. and literally everything is different now. And she says, like, I haven't really had anxiety before this. And I'm going to call her out on that. I don't think that's true. I think she's always had anxiety. She just doesn't recognize it as such that it's anxiety is almost it's a way of processing the world in a very specific way. And so if if you've only kind of thought in that language, for lack of a better term, then you don't necessarily know that it's happened or been happening in the background forever you know it's like there's like a humming noise in your house and it's just always been there and suddenly it gets turned off one day and you're like oh my god (laughs) has that always been on and it just kind of became part of your life because you know it just was always there it was a constant and so very excited for her considering therapy I hope that is something that she goes into Mm -hmm. because the specific type of like therapy that um I have done is dialectical behavior therapy so it's the way we think about our thoughts and how we understand how those narratives happen and how to emotionally regulate Mm -hmm. so when she's having moments like when they're on the bed and they're having this disagreement it's kind of carried on carried over from the previous night they're both like still really upset and she's like nearing a panic attack maybe Mm -hmm. even experiencing a panic attack her Having that emotional response is not wrong. I feel like Eric was almost offended that she was like taking up the oxygen by having this moment, which had kind of nothing to do with him. She's kind of in her own space in that moment. And I I just want to make it super clear that like her having an anxiety attack or whatever she was experiencing in that moment, that like just big moment of just feeling like not okay saying she feels like she's drowning literally those are big words this is a big feeling that is not anyone else's responsibility or anything like that like she is just having that and it just is it just exists Mm -hmm. and it the only time that i would say that she's somehow using that to like in a codependent way or something with Eric as if like the only way she can get through that is with him that like there's no other way for her to calm down aside from him and that's not what's happening Mm -hmm. so like she is independently having this anxious moment and that is fine she can hopefully learn skills to help her in that moment to 
find herself again and calm down. But I got real mad when he was basically bringing that back around as something that she did wrong, something that she did to him. And that later she was then apologizing for having all these emotions and being really apologetic about how that went and how she's crazy or whatever. I don't know if she used that specific word, but like that bothered me so much because it reinforces the idea that there is something wrong with her. She needs to fix it and it's completely on her and she is the problem in a large sense in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And that is simply not true. Yeah. No. And it goes back. No, now. it was really, it was, it was... <laughs> that was great. That was a really, like, that was really well explained. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes back to what we talked about with listening. He is not listening. And there's a lot of times and they're not listening to each other, but in this specific situation, he is not listening to her at all. She is expressing certain things that she is feeling right now. And sometimes how she needs to be, you know, um, like interacted with like when she said don't touch me and he's offended that she's not just accepting how he's dealing with it because well this is how i would or this is me and this is you know how i would want to be and it's like well this is not about you right now this is about her exactly and you can't just expect what you would want to happen or how you are to just push that onto her so frustrating i i this is this might be mean, but I really hope they don't stay together. I just, I think, yeah, I think it's just a bad match. Um, and you know, I, I've, I think I said this last podcast, but I really wonder what I think he got a first impression through her lifestyle and just the way she. You know, we all joked around and said she still acts like she's in college and da da da. Like I'm sure he mm-hmm. feels that way as well. And I think he got that impression, and now this weird father fathering type of thing is up. Yeah. And I, I really, I wonder how this would be if he was with a person who he felt like was mature and had already, you know, was grown up. Um, so. You know, so I think that's probably what he, a type of relationship that he should lean more towards. That's probably not the relationship that he probably gravitates to. Like, unfortunately, typically you want like the cute young chick. You don't necessarily want the like, well, I'm saying you. Mature woman who can talk back to you. Yeah. Yeah. But like, because she has lived experience with crappy men. Well. To, okay, but to be nicer to Eric, like, if he is someone who's looking for kids, like, typically you're looking for people within a certain age group to, like, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, and even that, like, there's, you can adopt, you can, there's blah, 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 blah. I'm not trying to get on a soapbox about that, yeah, yeah. but I think that's what he needs. That's probably not what he gravitates towards, but that's probably what he needs. And on, on her, I think she just needs someone hers who's her age, like she's gonna get there like she's from everything we've seen i i'm more and more impressed by how aware and yes she drinks more than i would but I, like the fact that she's recognizes the um anxiety that she recognizes all these different things like she's she's not a dumb person so she shouldn't be treated as such um mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, though, as well, he wants to feel this sense of, um, I don't know, superiority. 
all of it. Yeah. And so he feels fulfilled in this relationship because he is able to talk to her like she is dumb, right? Like he mm-hmm. is constantly mm-hmm. saying how he knows better, whether it's a marriage, whether it's the dog. Oh my gosh, like that. Like there's so many times where he, I think it's his own maybe sense of insecurity to be like, no, I need to feel like I am knowledgeable and whatever, whatever by making mm-hmm. you feel inferior. And the one thing I was going to say with that um, about the dog, when he talked about he wants to be this father figure for the, the dog, the first thing I had in mind is just like you just entered this marriage, you just entered the dog's life. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. This dog, for the dog, you didn't get married at first sight. For the dog, you are this person that just popped in yesterday. Mm. They're not going to respect you like another owner from day one. You have to build to that and you have to show that you actually are going to you know, stick around and whatever and like there's a whole dynamic there and he just kind of wants to be like a puzzle piece like placed good perfect done no effort needed and that is just not realistic and it's it was frustrating to hear him talk about that yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. when when you're talking about the kind of relationship he might gravitate towards makes me think about I think his insecurity is really the big thing that drives like who he's comfortable with. It's like, let's say I really like playing basketball. I played uh, basketball. I, I didn't, but <laughs> if I played basketball in high school and, and played it as a hobby or whatever, and eventually I'm like, you know what? I want to be a basketball coach, but I'm a little bit insecure about how good I am at basketball. So I'm not going to apply to be a high school coach. I'm going to apply to be like a like elementary sure. school coach, like a mm-hmm. gym teacher, <laughs> because I know I'm pretty confident my basketball skills are better than like a seven year old, <laughs> but I'm not so confident that I could hang with like the high schoolers. Like my levels isn't there. I'm going to be like they're They might be better than me and I won't be able mm-hmm. to handle that. I feel like that's how he is yeah. approaching this whole thing Mm -hmm. all of his relationships that like he is not comfortable feeling like he's the one who doesn't have as much experience or isn't in complete control or whatever Mm -hmm. whatever and so he's going to knowingly or maybe unknowingly put himself in situations where he is going to seem like the smartest the best the most mature whatever and so i think this relationship with virginia is exactly the type of relationship that he might have gravitated to before but I don't think this is the dynamic that is best for him. I don't think he has grown enough to be a equitable partner yeah. <laughs> in any mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Agreed. Gosh, let's talk about another couple. I mean, I'm over them. <laughs> yeah, I just, let's, I got... let's move on to, oh, it's going downhill from here. We're oh, going to Haley well. and Jacob next. <laughs> It's not getting better, order. folks. Yikes. It's not getting better. Hard transition. <laughs> More sad things. <laughs> so, okay, so we had some activities that we saw. So they went go-kart racing and spoiler alert, Haley won. Would not stop talking yeah. about it. Apparently this is something she has done many times and is very proud of. Yeah. Um, they went on their little double date with Brinson. <laughs> Brinson oh. and Viana. Yep. There's, there's a couple names. That's a mashup. That's that's a wild mashup. Wait, Mabel. You said that's a couple name. Is yeah. Brinson. I just completely missed it up. <laughs> um, so they went to the pumpkin patch and the sunflower yeah. fields, and they're doing their cute outside date there. 
Um, and they're also having some, their dogs are still fighting. Yeah. Like they got conflict at home with their four-legged children. It's a lot. He's talking about his ex-girlfriend a lot. Pumpkin queen, as he calls her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And as they keep saying, they're they're just trying to avoid fights at all costs. Oh my so that's gosh, where they are in their relationship. Oh my gosh, that line was great. She's like, "We get along when we don't fight." I'm like, "That okay? Congratulations!" Sure. Sure. Like, all right, I get along with yeah. Trump if if I don't fight. Like that. That, that what does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that? Okay. Oh yeah. god. Oh. I, yeah, Agu, you were talking earlier about your your theory or something you had read that they're just kind of showing up for the camera time together. Yeah. Yeah. Very subtle. I like that. It was a very smooth transition. It's like, Hey, talk. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, so my theory on them is that essentially they both know that this is over and how they approach this is where they now differ. So she, you know, she knows this is not going to be a thing. I think at this point, us and the rest of America know that they're not saying yes on decision <laughs> day. But she wants to still have their dates and have their scenes and then basically kind of call it where he is more yeah. on the side of we know this isn't going to work. Why are we even here? Why are we even doing this? And I've... Uh, was kind of reading around and I found this one comment that mentioned that he he has said that once filming was done, like they wouldn't talk, he would call her no interaction, like she was basically there to record and then leave. And, and then, you know, reading that, I started looking over our scenes that we've seen of them looking back at the scenes mm -hmm. and I've noticed that a lot of the fights that they have are basically when he kind of brings that up and she feels, well, I think she feels like he's attacking her and bringing, and it just, she doesn't like the fact that he's bringing that up. And to to give her the you know benefit of the doubt, I think she's try in her head, she's probably thinking, let's keep this cordial. Let's like, just because we're not going to end up together, we can still have a good time and like she said, have light, fun dates. And yeah. um, and I get that. I definitely understand that. I have in the past had a date where like very quickly in the thing, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to work. And the girl lady knew as well, this isn't going to work. And, you know, like within five minutes, we knew that. But the rest of the day, like the hour left, we still had a good time talking about other stuff being light because... There was no pressure. I was like, I'm not going to see you again. You're not going to see me again. That's cool. Um, and I think she's trying to do that perspective. And um, and that's... And he's like, this is dumb. Like, <laughs> you don't like me. Why are we doing this? So that's my theory. Yeah. What do you uh, What do you think? Is there any, uh, any legs in this theory? I'm just laughing because I've been on dates like that too, but I don't think the other person realized that that's what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just really awkward. Oh no! <laughs> like I went, uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't listened to all of our seasons, but I'm bisexual. So there was a date I had with a girl once and we were gonna go salsa dancing. Yeah. And I show up and she had like four of her friends there. <laughs> and so it was like us on a date, but then 
like everybody that she knew. That's and so it was bad. That's a poorly weird, shit really weird. Like later, she asked if I wanted to go to like a concert with her and like seven of her friends, and I was like, I think we both know that's a no for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, basically, she like sat next to me. Like I asked her if she wanted a drink. She's like, no, and she just kind of sat there, and I was like trying to ask her questions, and all of her friends are just watching us, mm-hmm. and she eventually gets up and like dances with other people and then her friends just like asked me questions about being queer and i was like what did i just get invited to like a panel discussion like a single person (laughs) panel discussion (laughs) and then so then i just salsa danced with whoever would take me but i just (laughs) it was a weird night (laughs) oh my god it's like a group interview like what yeah and i was like i'm i'm trying here and she was just like completely checked out i was like okay I get your, I get your. So hint. my, let's just talk bad dates. Fine, let's do it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> my the date that I was mentioning that we we both kind of knew, basically like, this is how do I say this in a very tactful way, just oh, no. you know you see people profiles and stuff and you don't you see them but you don't you don't you really catfish. no not cat. Oh. Not catfished, catfish. Like she looked like her profile, but okay. Eh, whatever. I'll just be. I'll be fully transparent. So I'm six foot. She was like six two. All right. So you know, I whatever. I don't care. But like that. That is like a thing that like you want to kind of know before if if that is going to be your dynamic. And I think like within like very quickly into our date, I was like, yeah. And like, I could tell she was like, no, this isn't going to be a thing. And <laughs> it's so did like, you just not know how tall she was. before. No, I had no idea because like, like, Hey, nice to meet it, you. Like, there's like, there was nothing to give scale, you know? And like, Tinder oh days. Sure, there wasn't like, a banana for scale. And like Tinder days, like so. Here's the thing: most profiles are for people who are taller or taller. Like heck, I we're in Grand Rapids. There's a large Dutch population. Dutch people are tall. Like most people say, like hey, five foot. Like I saw a joke that was like mm-hmm. five foot eleven, you know, or five foot. No, sorry, five foot twelve, five foot thirteen. You know, like, people say stuff like that to, like, let you know the height. That's great. Um, But I don't, that just wasn't in her profile. So when we met, that was, I was like, hi. (laughs) Okay, cool, noted. And um, so very early in the date, that was obvious. And we're talking, and it's so funny multiple times she's like yeah like let's we could totally go dutch like she was like making it so clear that like you know like you don't have to pay you were on the same and page. Not gonna have to yeah like you. she's like i'm not gonna exactly shit. and i'm like <laughs> hey let's have an appetizer i'm not gonna like it's cool like we know this isn't happening oh um but it was a great conversation and like it was uh super fun and um I was super new to the city back then, so like I learned a bunch about Grand Rapids. It was super cool, and uh, but that was the funniest thing. Like just right off the bat, like I, when the person that you're on a date with is like, "Yeah, don't worry about paying for anything." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> it's cool." <laughs> 
this ain't real. You know it's not going to work it's not out. Happening. I had the opposite where the I mean like I don't understand why some people choose to lie about certain things on dating profiles because it's very obvious yeah. when you show up in person <laughs> some of those lies <laughs> where like one guy said he was I, I swear it said like six feet like just like straight up six feet hmm. I'm five seven six feet is taller than me and I show up and I'm like looking down I'm like where did you think this was gonna go? <laughs> No. <laughs> oh my god yeah you can't that's hide funny. that shit no. it's like you might as you're wasting everyone's time that's so like, funny seriously. five seven oh like i could see lying if you're like five ten or something how are you five seven and saying mm-hmm. you six like foot a couple inches right like i don't understand <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so funny. And this is actually pretty mean. So oh. um, I so this date was a soccer date. We went to go play soccer one-on-one. I don't know why. Oh. How that, we thought that was like... but And then I thought in my head, I'm like, I, I don't know like what I was thinking then. Like playing soccer. So soccer is a good sport if you're, if you're shorter because, hey, you're playing with your feet the whole lower time. Lower center of and gravity. Then, like, Look at Messi. He's killing it. I'm like, yeah. like, I'm like, what? Like, what was I thinking? Like... <laughs> I should play basketball, be dunking on this fool. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> oh, so I'm assuming there was no second date with this. No, this no. man. This was one of those I learned early on, and like he opened the car door, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, no second date." Like, like you can just flat out lie, like about something obvious, like. If you're gonna lie, lie about. Like, oh my gosh. I, I don't know what to lie about on, on a dating profile, like, but like, it's something less obvious. Oh my gosh. Okay, one. Yeah, like lie about your job or something where it's like maybe you can get to know my personality and it'll be right. okay. Right. Hmm. Yeah, but even that, like, that's that's problematic when you're like, I can do this, and then they're like, All right, great, and then you get to the job and like, yeah. you don't. You said you know how to use Excel. What? Why are you asking me how to do basic <laughs> stuff? What? like thank you for your time i'll see myself up <laughs> yeah yeah i one last mm-hmm. quick date story uh this one wasn't as bad but i swear this person was like it felt like this person just came from like the gym or something which that's cool whatever mm-hmm. but you want to like kind of let the other person know so like i'm kind of dressed up i'm not like i'm not wearing suits or anything but i'm like relatively dressed up and then this person's like in sweatpants and like a hat and stuff. And I'm like, that's okay. So in my head, I'm like, this isn't, this is not a real date then. Like, it's cool. We're just hanging out. And uh, like afterwards, I'm like getting messages and they're like, oh, that was such a great day. I'm like, oh, wait, this is a real, oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought like I'm talking oh, no. to somebody else now. Like, I, sorry, I didn't, eh. like it just, it just looked oh, no. like I'm all for being comfortable, but yeah, I just. Yeah. yeah. So it's weird. You don't want no scrubs. I mean, you can still like you know, you can still... That's one of those situations where you always want to be a little overdressed because it's easy mm-hmm. to tell when you're underdressed. I actually had that on the first. So um, when I first started online dating, it was like one of the first ones I like. And I think like in my own head, I was like, this was like new to me, so I got like dressed up, like not knowing what to expect. Mm-hmm. He, this was a Thai restaurant. We we're gonna go. He showed up in cargo shorts. And like a no. massive like, I mean this is no. like Michigan, right? Like massive like winter, <laughs> like one of those like brown no. ones, you know? That's like for hunting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
Carhartt. Carhartt's, nope. baby. Nope. <laughs> We're in Michigan. <laughs> you drive away. You can have that Thai food by himself. Taco shorts. Like, That's hilarious. My uh, my bad date was at that Thai, that same Thai restaurant. I'm sorry. My bad date was at that same Thai, because there's like two in Grand Rapids. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so funny. But these were simultaneously <laughs> happening at the same time. <laughs> I should have just like walked on the corner. I would have seen a goo on his date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys lock eyes like, uh-uh, it's not good. No. <laughs> That's so funny. It's not going to work. Oh, too funny. Okay. I don't know how we got on this tangent. It's a lot Speaking more interesting than Haley and Jacob, if we're being honest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What is there left to say about them? Seriously. So like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. Like, it's just, just call it just call it i don't yeah. know if it's just like a contractual obligation thing where they're just like trying to knock out the you know however much screen time they need to have and mm -hmm. it seems very obvious they're saying no on decision day but holy crap man it's like it's just painful to see them like play act yeah <laughs> relationship right. and they're like crickets half the time when they're like together they're like mm. right like kind of understandably mm -hmm. it's like I, I just don't see the point anymore. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's move over to I'm... Brianna and Vincent, who are our happy couple. Yes. <laughs> there is some happy um, moments yeah. in this season. Really? I know. They seem to just be doing really well. I particularly really loved the security cam footage of, like, Cookie's laying on the couch, and you just see Vincent in the house alone, and he's just, like, dancing <laughs> up to Cookie and, like, kissing her little face and, like, doing, he's, like, dancing around mm -hmm. with her and, like, just that doing, so like, cute. dog parent things yeah. that, like, <laughs> I think most pet parents do, and it was so sweet it to was. me. So I'm like, you can't manufacture that. Like, he loves that dog. He is, you know, like, that's his kid now. Yeah. You know what? Earlier when you were talking about people who describe themselves and people who, like, say, like, um, and talk about, like, mm -hmm. but it's actually people who don't. Like, that's kind of how I feel Vincent is now. Like, he and Brianna are killing it. Yeah. They're the strongest couple. They're so happy, like, minimal problems in the relationship. But you don't hear them bragging, being like, 99% over here. <laughs> Exactly, because they don't need yeah. to. Yeah, they don't yeah. have anything to prove to anybody but yeah. themselves. So then you don't need to talk mm -hmm. about it. Also, can we stop? That's the kind of. Uh, can we stop pairing them with dates with people who aren't making it work? Like, what is with this? <laughs> like watching them have to interact with Haley and Jacob. <laughs> I was like, that's so unfortunate. Y'all with this train wreck, uh, just hanging there. They're like the COVID tests for the experts are getting expensive. <laughs> you guys are already tested. Can you go talk to them? Can you just fix their relationship? Can you coach them, please. <laughs> Give them some yeah. pointers. You guys seem to have it down. Oh, You're God. close enough. Good enough. We're good. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. They were super cute. And then the bike ride together. That was fun. That was mm -hmm. wonderful. Yeah. Vincent, like, making the yeah. behind and making sure she's good and letting her win. I know. Yeah. They had all these, like, they even, like, showed us their compromising skills and something oh. as silly as, like, mm -hmm. who's going to win the game and, like, if you know, who's mm -hmm. going to do push-ups and who's oh. cleaning the house, mm -hmm. whatever. And it's like, yes, bring that playful energy to everything because it helps it a lot. It does. <laughs> and, and also, when they're laying in bed and he's, he's given her a list of dates that he wants her to take him on, he went on for days about things he wants to do with Brianna. <laughs> like, 
gosh. And like, I think they're trying to play it as like, oh, he's being so overbearing and needy. And like, they're doing the editing where they like fade out mm-hmm. and back in again. And she's mm-hmm. like laying back and like half asleep. But I think actually this is an excellent thing because he he has all these things. He all All of the world he wants to share with Brianna. He wants to experience all of life with her. Everything from the aquarium to... I don't remember. He listed a lot of things and I cannot remember more than one right now, (laughs) but he's just so excited. Like, I I think that's, that's the joy of relationships. You get to experience all the great, big, wonderful things about the Mm -hmm. world with your person. And those are all things he really wants to do with her. You know, like I'd be more worried if he was just like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we can go out to dinner sometime. (laughs) It's like, it's like, no, he wants to like go scuba diving with you, girl. Yes. Yeah. He like starts it off being like, so I took you on the boat. What you, when's the last time you took me on a boat? And so he's just like, and then she's like, gonna bring it up. Okay, so what would you want me to do? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Proceeds to pull out his <laughs> list. Out his list. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just need to call out to the experts, though. We should now take the moment to acknowledge how great the show is with a Dominican on it. Dang. Just to put that out there. Just- Really took a turn for the better ever since Vincent's come I on here. I didn't make a Dominican joke because I think I've been a bit excessive with it. So I appreciate that you're pulling up, <laughs> holding the mantle. Um, yeah, yeah. They are also like, I think, oops. I think sometimes you feel like you have to have drama to enjoy a show. I just, I would r- love to have like half a show of just them. And then, yeah, like let's sprinkle in some some more dominicans yes more so you know if they were to do that naturally there's going to be drama because typically they bring the drama so like you need half and half and i get canceled by all the dominicans i just have to give a little bit of a side so my sister-in-law loves 90 day fiance and there's a spin-off show off of um one of the dominican cue your you know drama it's point. true and that's <laughs> <laughs> that just makes you laugh every time i say i'm just like oh god oh god no please please no don't encourage him don't encourage him. fighting over plantains it's just like yo he's just like yes <laughs> confirm my biases <laughs> no, no no for those listening just to clarify having dominicans on the show is great we need more of them more married first sight seasons with dominicans <laughs> and they could have had one and they like canceled they said no to him because he liked his mom i'm like how dare you you let this he is he looks like I'm the rock okay he was like an ex-football player or something how dare you okay I I was so I was rooting for him when I saw him as like a possible contestant. I was like, yes! And then the oh, that was actually was like, now that I think That's about it, that was to pair with Mia. It was Tristan, I think, wasn't that? Oh, was it? Oh no 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 no! I'm sorry. No, it was another. It was another Latin person. Okay, but it was that season. But they they ended up going with Mia and Tristan, I think, instead. Oh, Which, we were going to pair him with somebody else. Okay, yeah. I don't remember. That didn't work out so I just hot. remember really liking his personality. Yeah, I did too. And I was like totally like rooting for him to be, make on the show, and then they cut him. I'm like struggling to remember all of this. I like kind of remember him and that he was, yeah, like you said, super close with his yeah. mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. as, as someone who is doesn't understand that, I was like, what? Why? <laughs> but <laughs> but I'll, I'll defer to your judgment on that one. <laughs> I remember the scene with him on the couch, like, 
it's when you like saw his how big like chested he was like wide <laughs> shoulders big arms and he's like laying there and like he has both elbows on the knees and i'm just like you are twice the size you're gonna be next to you <laughs> i've never heard someone big chested <laughs> like you just like saw like you, like i mean you describe a football player like you so describe me a linebacker <laughs> the young the young and say swole he's swole like you want to be like swole. you know it reminds me of earlier in the season when, when Chris was getting undressed and he's just like, my chest is huge. And he just says it so confidently. And it's like, you have a an average size chest, Chris. I don't know who you're trying to lie to. We can all see the same chest. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just no can't. muscle. It was like 5% muscle. I mean, he's he's fine. He's just an average person and that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he was Dominican, he'd okay. be swelled though. See, that's the problem. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> if we had a lot more Dominicans on the show, I'm, all right. We, this this joke we've oh, yeah. we've played it out a hundred percent. So we'll let it it's, we'll it's let it die. So yeah. In summary, so in conclusion, Adam, we love doing great. We love them. Yeah. And they're great. Everything's fine. Yeah. Oh uh, well. Okay. Super quick on them. The preview that they had, where she was saying she um, was afraid of childbirth. And then they cut to him saying, like, I can't imagine my life without having a bunch of kiddos running around. Um, this is the editing. Like, we've, they've, they've done us dirty before with previews. They've done us really dirty in the past with previews. So, when we'll, like, it could be something completely different. But um, that's interesting. And I, I hopefully, like, they're so perfect. And... Um, I, I really, I hope that's not going to be an issue, but having kids is a big thing. So if you're going to have an issue, that's the thing. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but I just, I felt like we had to acknowledge that just because it was shown, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's all I got. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I could, we'll see how that plays out. Cause like you said, they always make the star couple seem like they're going to have some big issue that like tears them up Mm -hmm. at the end and they're going to say no or something. And it's usually like, again, from seeing the skills that they're building with each other and how much they've learned already to like navigate each other. I I find it hard to believe they couldn't navigate even bigger conversations like kids. And also there's more ways to have children besides like, you know, the, female partner actually giving birth like the male partner can give birth (laughs) 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 all right when when we have kids you can have them then i would be very happy to see horses do it um there are many different species of animals that okay this man thinks he's part seahorse it's not (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna have a whole spin off of that Right, so Goo and I are going to have sex ed later. And... <laughs> you do not have a womb. <laughs> you what? There's no wombs available. <laughs> oh, but I'm... All right. So let's Anyways. wrap with Chris and Paige. No it's late, folks. We're tired. Okay. We have, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're trying to keep yeah. up this energy for y'all. So we kind of saved Chris and Paige for last because basically they're in quotes officially done. And we've heard this before, which mm-hmm. is why I had to say those quotes because <laughs> who knows? Never. Uh, so she meets with her um, 
her brother and sister-in-law and he meets with his mom and they have a conversation about, you know, how they're getting divorced. Um, so let's start with her conversation with her family. How do you feel like that conversation went? That was great. I was loving how just supportive and also just like to the point, Hey, life happens. That reminds me a lot of my dad. He is very, like the way, and I don't remember what her brother's name is. I don't remember reading it, but like the way that he was describing it to Paige was saying, you know what? Some stuff happens. Take it, embrace it, move forward. It's cool. Yeah. You're totally fine. And even the way he phrased, hey, you tried. You went through the process. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you did try to do like the, what do you call it? Like the half court shot? Yeah. And it didn't work out. That's fine. Like Shoot your shot. And he exactly you never know unless you know kind of thing and then at least it's it felt like they could just have an open conversation about hey these parts were bad these parts this is how it played out da, da, da. they seem just to i liked listening to the conversation felt very wholesome it did yeah yeah it definitely uh i feel like we got to see the whole arc although i said that before and then she ended up giving chris a second chance but <laughs> It really felt like we, yeah, we're seeing the full arc, and um, she's kind of realizing that's not the relationship for her, um, and it seems like she has a good support system, which is great. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's good to see. Uh, what do you think, Ashley? Mm-hmm. I was just happy to see finally see her have a conversation with her friends or family about this because. We have not seen this at all, which is very weird to me, given how much she has been going through. And I am sure those conversations have been happening, but they just maybe haven't filmed them or haven't included them for some reason. I just I think that's important in showing the deterioration of the relationship and how both of them use their support networks or didn't. Mm -hmm. And um I, you know, just to kind of give the whole Married at First Sight fan base a chance to see that, yeah, she went through the lesson here isn't that Paige is a victim and she's, you know, going to walk away just defeated from this. It's that she recognized that this wasn't working for her. She, you know, is kind of at, at peace with walking away and she's learned these lessons and she has gained all of this insight from the experience and she has a supportive, wonderful network of friends and family who are there to be like, yeah, cool. You're, you're back. Like great, great job trying because this was a lot and having her back completely, even though like, like the outcome was irrelevant to that, they were there for her. And so I I wish that would have been included much more, but here we are. (laughs) Um, So I thought it was, you know, it was nice to see that. And it was very like, it was such a a neat bow wrap up on the end of this and it like that part of it is always a little corny to me or it's like this is just a little too perfect Mm -hmm. but um you know it is what it is so i i sincerely hope this is the end for them because yes like we cannot go on this broken roller coaster again (laughs) please don't (laughs) yeah i mean the fact that we didn't have to watch them together i was like i if i get it they have to have their they probably have to be in each episode like at least once i'll do let's do more of this like just 
next time let Chris talk to his dad and let Paige talk to her parents like or her two therapists she's got two therapists yeah. they got their hands full yeah with all this trauma she's just been experiencing to define a second one just for her relationship that's with Chris. fair yeah, I could see that <laughs> I could see that it's, it's rightly so yeah <laughs> And then, so Chris met with his mom, yep. and he tells her that he's going to get a divorce, and she's, he also tries to complain about how Paige isn't, like, picking up the phone, <laughs> and how she doesn't want to spend time with him when they're not recording, mm-hmm. and I loved how his mom was like, well, yeah, of course, she's probably going to feel some type of way, because you, you're expecting a child with your previous yeah. partner, right. like... <laughs> She didn't even, like, take the bait of, oh, wow, she wasn't trying as if there was any fault in Paige for this failure of a marriage. That just killed me. Mm -hmm. Just trying to eat her takeout, and her son is talking garbage. I get it. Let the woman eat. I just felt like she was so quiet during that whole conversation. She was just like, nothing's good is going to come out of this. And she was... Yeah. <laughs> so when she said in the one-on-one she is sad for this situation, I definitely feel like there's a lot more there that she wanted to say. But she's like, you know what? I'm his mom, and I don't want to talk poorly about him on camera, so I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I could see that. A, a bit, a little part of me was like, she kind of isn't surprised by his behavior. No. Like she's. She raised him. She knows who he is and has probably seen versions of this play out with his past yeah. relationships yeah. of him, like, jumping in really fast. And we've, we've talked about this, too, from the bit that we know of, like, his previous engagements. <laughs> and, plural. you know, she's she's seen this. Yeah, plural, mm-hmm. like multiple engagements before this. So I could understand her being like, yeah, that's Chris. That's Chris. <laughs> that's <right>. Chris. <laughs> 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 I, uh, yeah, I don't really have anything to, to say with them. I, I did, uh, like to ask a question for you guys, if you like, and we're probably about to be done anyway, but besides, um, Brianna and Vincent, which are very much, I think the home run couple, do you guys have another couple that you're that you would be pretty sure that they're going to end up together. On decision day? Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. No, let's do, like, actually stay together long term. Like, I guess the, for this show, the winning thing is couples cam. Like, if you make it the couples cam, you're a solid <laughs> enough relationship <laughs> that the people on the Married at First Sight universe aren't concerned about having you... Uh, come back yeah so like who's gonna make it on couple cam couples cam besides Brianna and Vincent Uh, that's hard yeah you think it's just them well no I don't think it's just them it's just I think it should be just them (laughs) yeah that's fair that's fair Mm -hmm. but I think that Eric and Virginia are gonna keep are gonna stay together i mean their dynamic just reminds me of those couples who just are constantly arguing but somehow they're still together and we're just like why mm-hmm. are you sure and we're already seeing it where it's like this back and forth of yep 
yep, okay, come back. I don't know. I think they're going to end up together, and they're going to make it to couples camp. Ugh. Really? Oh, God, I hope not. Oh, no. Because they're so toxic and so oh, just sad. If I have to see I... his stupid face one more... Okay, we're going to have to cut that out, but... He just sucks. He's annoying. I don't want to see him. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. He's... Yeah. yeah. I don't really know. I think, despite what I said earlier about Clara and Ryan with their different things that I think if they're not resolved within like Clara's literal timeline mm-hmm. then it's not going to work honestly just from browsing reddit for two seconds Clara is a fan favorite people love her <laughs> and her like like reactions to things like she's got her donut queen moments mm-hmm. she's got like all these facial expressions that like I, I think her bluntness uh, people respond well to mm-hmm. and it, by contrast with Brian getting such a muted edit i think um i think she would be a good candidate for a couples cam if they do stay together so i think maybe them but i think it'd be more like the clara show <laughs> if that were the yeah, case. which like let's be honest some <laughs> of the people on couples cam are kind of like that where there's like one person who's like really dominant mm-hmm. and the other person's just like yeah that's my that's partner right. You know, they're wild. Well, even like, it's, it's kind of like Ryan's doing that now. He doesn't really want to talk on camera. He's just kind of there because he needs to be sure. there and would rather talk off camera. He's so private. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good, okay. Okay. So, Erica and, Eric and Virginia, Erica and Virginia, and uh, Ryan and Clara. Okay. I could see them both. Anybody for we'll you? See. Eh, not really. Maybe, no, not really. <laughs> I love how you always set us up with questions that you don't have an answer to. That's why I'm asking. Back to you and you're just like, no, I don't have a comment. That's why I asked them. I'm like, maybe you guys will give me an answer that I like and then I'll steal your answer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I hope Ryan opens up. A, it's just, I don't know. Like, I, I think I would like him if I didn't know, you know the sex stuff i think i would like him a lot more but just knowing that i'm like i don't i don't get it man i don't understand it's just i'm having a hard time with that so he's hard to relate to for sure for sure for sure for sure (laughs) (laughs) that was unintentional but (laughs) it's just like seeping into my vocabulary i do hear that when he's like filming i'm just like is that the only word that Mm -hmm. you constantly saying it's his filler word definitely all right well thank you so much ladies and gentlemen for listening to uh, cup of three uh please feel free to subscribe uh you know hit that subscribe button um uh follow us you've got your customer service (laughs) voice on please press (laughs) one to subscribe uh but yeah thank you and uh yeah we really appreciate it leave us some let us know how you feel some some feedback but thank you and uh, (laughs) talk to you guys later bye thank you talk soon bye